Welcome to the 26th episode of Cutting Edge. I'm Landon Sturdivant, and for those of you who have been tuning in day in and day out, your support means so much, and hopefully these episodes continue to be engaging, enjoyable, and valuable to you. Any feedback, insights, commentary, or suggestions for future episodes that you may have are greatly appreciated. The year is now 2022, and last week we officially finished up 2021. Hopefully it was a great, fun, and successful year to all of you listening. I could say that for me, as well as pretty much everyone else my age, 2021 was a huge year full of massive changes. While we started January 1st of last year as seniors in high school, counting down the days till we got to throw our caps in the air, we all started January 1st of this year with loads of new and different experiences. Some of us are starting winter quarter at college, some of us are at work, and some of us are enjoying the freedom of a gap year, still unsure of what the future holds. I can say for myself that I'm an entirely new person from those two dates and have experienced so many things and seen so many new opportunities that I wouldn't have dreamed of last year at this time. I'm hoping that's even more true for this year, so I want to continue carrying forward and expanding on that momentum. I'm sure you all want something new for yourselves too, whether that's a good habit you want to acquire, a bad habit you want to drop, a particular experience you want to have, or something you'd like to experience less of. We all come into the new year with a bit of optimism in the clean slate, the turning of the page, in hopes for a better life. But similarly, we also have a little bit of pessimism coming into the new year, since we've been through this process enough times to know that those lofty ambitions that we'd set in years prior didn't always come into fruition like we thought. Weeks in, maybe even just days in, we lost sight, we got distracted, we seceded to old and comfortable force of habit, and back to the status quo we were. So how can we assure and trust ourselves that our new year could come with the resolutions that we seek in it, particularly if they are drastically different than where you currently are? I know that this is a work in progress for me as I'm always looking to evolve my very imperfect self, and as I hope you are too. So I'll tell you some things that have helped me grow into a person I'm more proud of in the past year and how I plan to be better this year. First, in full transparency, I haven't exactly started out as strong as I would have liked. Although I haven't been egregiously unproductive or anything, the fact that our first week of school was remote left me with more free time than I knew what to do with. Coming straight out of a fun and relaxing winter break since we're not actually going back into classes, and given that I have no classes with Zoom lectures or consistent homework, the line between the break and the start of the quarter was definitely really blurred, and I've I've still kind of got that winter break mindset. In recent days, though, I've reminded myself of my goals, which I know I'll have to work really hard for, and I've been working to redirect my focus. Which brings me to the first point. Have a strong reason why you're doing something. I think I've mentioned that same one in a previous episode I made about goal setting, but obviously it still rings true and is of high importance for a resolution. Really think about intent when or even if you'll make a grandiose change for the coming year. We see lots of memes about new gym gym memberships in the month of January. You ever seen the one with Mr. Krabs sitting on a pile of cash captioned gyms on January 1st? It's especially funny because there's a lot of truth in that. Statistically, 12% of all new memberships come in the month of January. Of these new memberships, 4% quit within that month, 14% by the end of February, and over 50% are in the first five months. Gyms are well well aware of this too and expect less than a quarter of all new memberships to be loyal gym goers. 
The truth is that a lot of people don't really know why they're signing up for a gym membership. You might say, well, sure, sure they do. They want to get fit and healthy. But the gym is only just a part of that process, even if it is a part of the process. You don't even necessarily need a gym membership to get fit and healthy. Though paying money for something certainly holds some accountability, clearly that's not enough. In general, people often overlook the deeper reason why they want to start an exercise routine. Meaning, what would that really mean to you to accomplish that? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Whether that deeper reason is to improve mental health, feel stronger and more capable in daily tasks, uh, setting a tone or example for family and loved ones, or simply relearning to push oneself and extend their comfort zone, um, those are all legitimate reasons and are tied to things that mean something to them. All those things either involve one's family or loved ones, one's physical health, or one's mental state. Remembering those things in times where you lack motivation or life gets in the way, and those times will come, by the way, is crucial with a big goal or change in mind. If that goal doesn't have some sort of real relevance to any of the aforementioned three things, it's probably not one worth setting at all in the long term. Secondly, even with strong whys, resolutions can still fall off the rails prematurely due to taking on too much too early biting off more than one can chew. Whatever metaphor works best for you, what I'm talking about right here is trying to teleport from point A to point B. Or point B, yeah, point B from point A, whatever. Um, you know when people say, going back to the gym, you know, using that gym fitness analogy, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day, you know, hit the gym, go keto, starting January 1st. Well, well How? <laughs> when, are you, when you're used to rolling out of bed at 8.30 or 9, not working out, eating whatever tastes good, that's all going to be a huge shock to the system. Though that can and has worked for some, a lot of people who try to become a brand new person on a dime like that can only last a few days. Habits that we've ingrained over years and for some even decades have a lot more momentum and will pop right back in the second you give, even a little bit. So think in increments. What does that mean? Really be meticulous about that goal. So you want to get up at 5 in the morning, go to the gym, go keto. That also kind of ties back into the why for me. Like a lot of people have a firm, a lot of people don't have a firm why when they say that. They just kind of want to make a radical change for the sake of making a radical change. So I would really encourage people to dig deeper the more drastic the changes to ensure that that can actually be a successful end result. But let's say that is the goal. If that's the higher version of this hypothetical person, and that's who they'd be most proud of. That's awesome. But let's see that version of them as the ending point, certainly not the starting point. First, I'd start by going to bed an hour earlier and getting up at 7.30 or 8. In terms of dieting, maybe just eliminate desserts and junk at first. In terms of the gym, maybe aim for three times a week. Steadily improve on everything each week and be monitoring it throughout. What worked? What didn't work? What days was this person groggier and when do they feel more refreshed? What foods were harder to give up or more tempting to eat overall? What will they do to stop the urge to eat those foods when they come up? How is their body responding to the current gym regimen? Are they approaching that the right way? Can they ramp it up or should they back it off? It's important to always be evaluating and, if necessary, devising a different path to get to that end result. Third, what happens when you fall off? Uh, what do you do when your goal is to stop smoking on, and on January 11th you had a cigarette? What do you do when your goal is to stop eating junk food, but on uh, January 8th, you indulged in a bag of Swedish fish at the movies? 
What do you do when your goal is to work out every day, but on the 6th, you were busy, you were tired, and you abandoned it? Uh, understand that everything is not always going to go perfect and according to plan like we want. Life gets in the way. Your routines will be thrown off by unexpected shifts in schedule. Some days, you won't feel like keeping it up at all. It can be hard to aim at success sometimes. If it wasn't hard, everyone would have everything they want because obviously everyone wants that. So if you missed a day of exercise, had a cigarette, had a bag of Swedish fish, whatever it was, here's what I'll ask of you. I want you to not be so hard on yourself. You're trying. Jump back on the horse and see if you can go longer this time. Evaluate why it went wrong, and if God forbid you encounter a similar situation in the future, strategize on how you'll counteract that. I think humanity has a big perfectionism problem. I think we all think that and know that, actually. It looks so much flashier if we can say we went the whole year, no missed days, no hiccups, all 365 days consecutively, and it seems more linear to stop after, to completely stop after we've messed up rather than continue and say it was only 364 days or less. It needs to be that round number or why is it worth it? Furthermore, the entire concept of even starting on January 1st is a perfectionism problem. Why not jump in on December 17th if that's the day you thought of it? Why wait until the next month to start just for the sake of it being on the 1st? Make today your day, regardless of if it's the 1st, 2nd, the 31st, whatever it is. The entire construct of a year is man-made anyway. January 1st is just another new day when it's all said and done. Its significance is entirely sentimental. Resolutions are allowed to be messy, sloppy, inconsecutive, out of order along the way as long as the intent is met, which brings me to the final point. It all needs to be about intent. In Western society, we're all about results. If you didn't win, you lost. If you didn't succeed, you failed. It's great to have specific and measurable goals, and in fact, you need those. You should have those. Otherwise, you're aiming at nothing. I would think of it this way, though. If the goal was to exercise every day, the intent was to endorse a healthier lifestyle. If the goal was to meditate every day, the intent was to take time for stillness and mindfulness. If the goal was to read every day, the intent was to become more knowledgeable and maybe allow for some constructive decompression. When we focus more on our intent, even if the goal isn't met, we're not left feeling bad about ourselves, or worse yet, going back to the status quo. You missed a few days exercising, but hit it 355 out of 365 days? That's 97%, and in school they call that an A+. And I'm sure your world's fitter than you were on January 1st. You missed a few days of meditating because life got in the way? Think about how much more intentional you've been, and you're probably looking forward to that part of your routine now since it's had so much benefit for you. You didn't quite hit every day of reading like you wanted. I'm sure you've still finished plenty of books and gained lots of knowledge and insight throughout the year because of it. You see, that small shift in mindset opens up the world of wins and successes that we've actually had throughout the year that you would have like completely dismissed otherwise. How silly is that? Obviously, I'm no guru or expert at any of this, but I did so much in the last year that would have made 2021 me astonished and proud all by applying those four things. Having the reason why, breaking the whole into parts, allowing and planning even for imperfection, and focusing on intent more than result. If you're saying new year, new me, I believe that's possible for you. But don't get caught up in the cliche. Be calculated. The new you wants you to, but you gotta meet them halfway.
for those of you who made it this far, I wanted to thank you all again for listening. And feel free to hit me up on Instagram or wherever with your New Year's resolutions. How have you guys been doing so far? What do you guys have planned for 2022? Feel free to let me know that. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a review and let me know what you thought. That kind of feedback helps both me and the podcast grow. And if you want other people to know about that, leaving that review will help. And wherever you're listening from, make sure to hit that follow. Uh, And if you want to follow on Instagram, the podcast Instagram is going to be at Cutting Edge IG. That's at C-U-T-T-I-N-G-E-D-G-E-I-G on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Landon underscore Sturdivant. That's at L-A-N-D-O-N underscore S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T. My Snapchat is at L-T Sturdivant 21. That's at L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T 21. Finally, my email is LTSturdivant at yahoo.com. That's L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you on the next one.